0: Why don't you take your glasses off so we can see you, and then apologise to your neighbours for frightening no, them?
1: Nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. I leave these on. Nah, no, I like them. We're Australia. listening to a track there from Bum Creek called Rick Stinger Bodyboards on the brand new album Al. But uh, playing that uh, Bum Creek track because uh, the uh, the Melbourne band are in town tomorrow night playing at Good God with uh, Holy Bam, Naked and the Vague and Superstar. And I'm actually joined on the line by Trev from Bum Creek right now. How are you Trev? I'm good, thanks to you. How are you? Good, good. Uh, calling from Melbourne tonight. You're uh, travelling up tomorrow to, uh, to play the show. Um, Trev, the album, Al, I guess it's, it's your kind of Sort of debut, but you did have um, the CDR also on chapter that that came out last year. I guess one of the things um, that people who have seen Bum Creek play live, I mean, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty interesting st- uh, live show that you have in the sense that you know you're you're not a tr- traditional live band. Uh, it's pretty uh, sort of. Chaotic and, and, and confrontational and so on and um, live, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how were, were you mindful about trying to kind of capture some of that when putting the album together, or did you approach the recording the album in, in, a, in a very different way?
2: Well, in a, in a certain sense, I think Al is um, it's a pretty intimate sort of version of what we do live within a studio because all the takes there's not really any overdubs or they're all, they're usually all just the one take so and it's a performative gesture within a space that's recorded so but you know it's it's going to be it's going to have a different sort of it's going to have a different sort of aesthetic because it's designed for a different purpose it's not for it's not like a live physical spectacle it's more of like a you know it's more space considered mm. for a sort of a listening environment like a free speakers or sound system
1: and how much of that then was? Um, I mean, when you when you play live, uh, how much of that is 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 improvised? Is it all improvised, or is it's it all
2: improvised? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So when you were approaching the the live recording, I mean, did you uh, was there sort of less improvisation in 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 in, in the sense that you were um, you know more formally kind of repeating stuff that you'd previously improvised, or was it pretty much some, no, no at the early all. Takes? Like
2: it's no, that's not. It's, I don't. We don't have a code as such, but you know, it's something that you know. It's maybe it's to our detriment, but I, I don't think so at all. But it's like we don't want to rehash old ideas. We just sort of want to keep on flowing and keep on playing. Like it's not. A, yeah, it's not. It's not something that really that we really sort of want to revisit most of the time. It's sort of difficult when somebody does want to do something like that because everyone's like, oh. it's usually two out of three who just want to keep going, but. Um, at the same time there's been there's been times when we've gone over and redone things but it's never really held up or mm. or been you know reconsidered
1: so how much of the how much of the stuff that you then have recorded for the album will you uh, now, kind of perhaps taken the live set, it's nothing at all, uh, and just nothing, right? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, it's, so it is actually literally a kind of snapshot of of you in the studio at that time, in the same way yep. that the live show is a snapshot of you in that physical space at that physical time. I guess. That's right, yeah. yeah. Now, am I right in saying that the three of you have have come from um, uh, sort of fairly similar musical backgrounds, or, or were they pretty diverse? I mean, were you all listening to the same sort of stuff um, growing up, or, or was it all um, a, a, a bit of a mix? It's
2: a bit of a mix, I'd say. Definitely, like I grew up in Port Macquarie. Mm. Sam and Tarquin. Sam grew up in Canberra. Tarkin grew up in Wodonga. So already you've got sort of you know different sort of um, demographics and geographics there. So.
1: Mm. And were you listening um, to? Were you, I mean, was it, were you were you exposed to a lot of uh, experimental music at, at the time, or uh, how kind of?
2: Well, I wasn't, I wasn't really exposed to it growing up in Port Macquarie, but, you know, we had before Sanity bought out all the record stores and stuff up there, like, we had, like, a really healthy grunge scene, hmm. and, like, I was in year eight when all that stuff was sort of shutting down, and, but, um, and then, but then, like, at the same time, I think Tark, I got, I got more into, you know, like, noise and sonic Youth and stuff like that. Throughout my later, later years in high school, Sam moved more into techno, and Tarquin, who knows, he would have been all
1: over the place. So. <laughs> but you must have had some sort of, uh, also sort of uh, exposure, I guess, to um, sort of uh, not performance art as such. But there's there, there's certainly a kind of you know performative element that that isn't necessarily coming from a pure musical uh, standpoint in what you do. Certainly when you when you play live, no, yeah. You know what what sort of influences are kind of uh, being brought to bear there?
2: I'm not too, I'm not too sure totally but um, there's been some for my, on my part there's some consideration in the Fluxus Fluxus art movement sure. and um, the idea of performance art as well but and the other and I know Tarquin and Sam are aware of that stuff as well but um, it's it's also just dicking around you know just um, just you know when you're hanging out with your friends and you you feeling good and you, you do that stuff you feel good and it makes usually if it's at a party or whatnot, it makes other people feel good and you get a vibe happening in a room so you know it's sort of a logical sort of step to add that to a performance
1: I think that's what I actually kind of enjoyed. I mean, because uh, I think the first time I saw you guys was probably as as, as recently as uh, in Newcastle last year. Um, but there was that kind of sense where it's, you know, is this, is it music, is it performance, is it just you dicking around? And in some respects, it's it's all three of those things. Um yeah, totally. And, and to, to some people, they, they just get it and, and, and go with it and enjoy it. But I imagine it must be pretty polarizing in the sense that some people just, reject it entirely i mean do you, yeah, do you totally. find that do you find people get quite angry about what you do
2: yeah totally we've been getting a bit of fame hate lately down in melbourne
1: fame hate um, I like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what but what, what
2: mess and noise and stuff like that people just you know writing off writing off a live show especially the boredom show and just i don't know, I think i think it unhinges people and people like i don't know why they make a big deal out of it but um You know, they go. They want to go to a show, and they want to. If music's going to be presented to them a certain way, they want it presented in a certain way. You know, like they don't want to. I don't know. uh, You know what I mean? Like.
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And how how was the boredom show for you? I mean, we saw the boredom's here in Sydney with Holy Bam, who did a cracking set, and you know the boredom's once again just did something pretty uh, amazing. How was the experience for you in Melbourne?
2: Yeah, we had a great time. It was a good. Yeah, I thought the show was was fantastic
1: and i guess boredom's yeah. fans must be sort of into what you're doing though right
2: um yes and no yeah yes and no i mean we had we had, i think we split the crowd 50 50 pretty much there was a lot of banner in the quieter moments of our of our show and, and sam and tarkin went out and crowded crowd a bit because we had roaming mics and they said that people were yelling out blankets at them and doing and it was it was there, there was a hostile element there but um
1: you, is that something, is that like a sort of result though? I mean is that, can you kind of like feel that, that's, that you've sort of a, not so much achieved what you want to do but but the fact that you've actually got a rise out of somebody is 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 a good thing
2: Yeah but, uh, yeah I think so but at the same time I don't really want to I don't, you know I just want to do what I do and feel good about it and I, it's not my aim to go out and make people want to you know, want to sure. you know, get riled up, I mean I don't really care
1: Okay. Now the other thing I want to ask you just uh, b- before you go was um, you uh, I, I noticed that you'd done some uh, art walks um, as part of uh, last year's jazz festival. Um, yeah. Tell us about it, that because it sounds I can't quite picture it to be honest. Um,
2: well, we started off down in the foyer, and we um, we started it off with a sort of uh, uh, what's what's it called uh, when you know, dance to do. Interpretive, we did interpretive sound I suppose for some Anthony Gormleys down there, which are just these like sort of dormant sort of human sort of with figures there, mm. spindly. But um, yeah. So we did their voices, and then from there we we moved on throughout. We did three different walks, and we we moved on through different sections and just vibed to the room and, and particular pieces. It was pretty comical. It wasn't it wasn't very highbrow. It was <laughs> it was you know I'd say it was a mix of mix of everything it, it was, but it um pretty comical but we had some pretty sublime moments and some pretty uh, some pretty noisy parts and so, you... yeah it felt pretty good it was like a, it was a bit of a prank and it was a bit, mm. it was a bit of a you know a bit of an odd thing to
1: do do you see there being then you know the the essence that the bum creek will will kind of exist as much in those sort of more sort of quasi art environments as, as as opposed to you know traditional kind of pub gigs and so on will you do sort of more of that do you feel or is that just a kind of I
2: think that influenced a lot of the shows we've done afterwards yeah right so I think it's I think yeah I think it has sort of followed on just into the live stage but um
1: yeah hmm Okay. Well, look, Trev, thanks very much for taking the time to have a chat with us tonight. Um, As I say, you're going to be playing tomorrow um, at Good God uh, with Holy Bar, Making on the Vague, and Superstar Saturday at Locksmiths uh, Project Space with uh, Garbage in the Flowers. Um, In Alexandria, yeah. yeah.
2: Six Botany Road, I think, or close by.
1: Cool. All right. Now, uh, the album, it's called Album. Or it's just called Al. Sorry, it's called Al. Called Al. Bum creeps. Al
2: bum. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, out through uh, chapter music, and uh, we're going to hear another track from this now. Uh, this is called Lava Shoes. Trev, thanks very much.
2: Thanks, man. See ya.
1: tell anyone yet because this object was too
0: weird to be believed it was in the wrong place weird australia